Hey y'all, welcome to And What? Y'all, I found a song that just blessed. Well, I can't even say I found a song. Let me tell you how God will work something out for you. How God will use anybody and everybody to get a message. Just to you, y'all. Okay, I was at work living my best life. Okay. And one of my coworkers, like, we talk about, like, God and stuff. She's kind of like my, well, we all kind of talk about, it's besides the point. Anywho, so I went into her classroom because I had to ask her something or tell her something. And then she was like, pause. Have you listened to this song? I was like, what song? Like when we find good songs, we share them with each other because our spirits just be, just be needing that nourishment. She told me about this one song. I think it's a new song. Um, yeah, it's a new song. The album hasn't dropped yet, but it's a Travis Green song. Travis Green and Stephanie. Um, I'm not even going to attempt to say her last name. Stephanie G. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. The song is called Good and Love. Now, listen. This song right here just blessed my entire heart, mind, and soul. Like, the message behind it was just, it was just what I needed. And it was about God being good in everything. Like, the, the, the bad stuff that we go through and the storms and, and the valleys and the dark places. And he's still good in all of that. We may not understand why we go through the things that we go through. But we just need to never lose faith in the fact that God is good. That's just who he is. Everything he does is good. And our little mind can't grasp, can't really truly understand how God can be good in the storm. How God can be good in in terrible, horrible situations. We can't really grasp and understand that. But that's fine because his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. I don't think we will ever be able to understand how and why God does the things he does. He's just God and he's God all by himself. He doesn't need our permission to be God. Like, to be here is a privilege. Like, you ever get to a point where someone, like, gets, how, how do the old folks say, besides themselves? And start to think that they are entitled to something. Like, we're not entitled to the blessings God has for us. We're not even entitled to our life. Like, he doesn't have to wake us up in the morning. He doesn't have to protect us throughout our day. He doesn't have to open doors. He doesn't have to forgive our sins. He didn't have to send his son to die on the cross, to save, like, he didn't have to do any of that, he chose to, and I know for me, sometimes I forget, like, you're here by God's choice, not because he needs you, you're here by choice, he wants you here, but you're not the only one that he created, you're not the only one that he can use, 
And it's just like we really forget what a privilege and what an honor it is to be servants of God. Like we be telling God the way that we want to do the thing that he assigned us to. Like we be telling God the way that we want to be used. And it's just like you, the clay never tells the clayer. That's not even a word. Jesus help me. The clay master? What is it called? The person who... It doesn't matter. Anyway, the person who, like, is making the clay. Like, the vase doesn't tell the person shaping it, this is how I want you to shape. No. Like, the clay is just... It sits there, and it waits to become. And it's obedient in how the person, the... We're going to call it a clayer. How the clayer is molding and shaping and even tearing it apart. It's obedient to that. And we're not. We're not. I think we're we're just, we just get besides ourselves. But it was talking about how in everything God is good. The song was also talking about um, how we are loved. Like in everything. Like it doesn't matter where we've been what we've done who we used to be like god still loves us and it's just it it when i sit and think about how much god loves me y'all i'm raggedy okay i'll be the first to say it i'm raggedy like i got problems okay there's things wrong there's things wrong with me there's things wrong with me and there are things wrong with you too baby boo just in case you forgot Okay, there are things wrong with us, and, and like I sit and think, I'm just like God. I I don't see how you do it. I really don't. Like, could I be God and love me the way that I am? No, no, I couldn't. That right there is agape. I don't think I. Because, listen, if you show yourself to be disloyal, you're gone. If you show yourself to not put any effort in the relationship, you're gone. If you are toxic, you're gone. If you deter me from becoming, you're gone. If there's not growth that is happening and manifesting on either side you're gone if you don't pour into me or i pour into you spiritually mentally emotionally any type of leap you're gone like i don't have i don't have god's patience because i have patience but there's levels to patience i don't have god's patience and maybe that's the problem we're supposed to be like the Lord. We're supposed to have the fruits of the Spirit. And one of the fruits of the Spirit is patience. So we're supposed to have God's patience. Supposed to. I understand that. I'm not saying I don't understand that. I understand that clearly. But what I need you to understand is I don't have God's patience. Like, I'm just... I think I'm a little too selfish with my time. Which is interesting because I used to not be... But I, I will, there's, there's work to be done, okay? This is the work in progress. The Lord is still working on me. The Lord will still use me, you know? But 
y'all should go check out that song for real for real like that song is is dope it's nine minutes long just a heads up but it's nine minutes of heaven touching earth okay that song is just beautiful like i want to be able to to experience like what happens in worship like i want that to be like an everyday constant thing like i was listening to some sermon i think this morning i think it was actually michael todd he was talking about how adam and eve were in the presence of god that's that's where eden was eden was the presence of god and i want to be constantly in the presence of god and everything and i feel like once that happens like he'll shine on me and then the change he'll work first on the inside and then it'll manifest on the outside so i feel like i can you know get god's level of patience and god's level of love and his level of peace and joy and forgiveness and long suffering and i don't remember the rest of the fruits of the spirit but you see my gist there i don't even know if all of those were fruits of the spirit but i said what i said i just want to get there to a place where it's just it's me and god like i never doubt if i hear him i never question when he tells me to move like he says go i go immediately i don't ask any questions like just go just start walking just step out on faith like like abraham did god told him go and he just went he didn't ask no questions he didn't stop to say who 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 we trying to go see like he just went he just he just i want to get to a place where i let god be god in my life like for real like let him be god like let him let him do what he wants because i feel like there's so much in each and every one of us that god wants to pull out but we don't always allow him to do so and I feel like a lot of the time is because I know for me, a lot of the times that I tell, not even to, I, no, it is, I tell God no is because I'm scared. Like, I'm just like, God, one, I sometimes feel like he be asking for too much. Like, why are you asking for so much? Like, you know who I am. Like, like you know who I am. You know how I am. You know how I think. You know how my heart work more than I do. Are you going to ask me to do this? Like, wait. But I just want to, to I don't even want to say be like Adam and Eve because they got kicked out of the garden. They're actually the reason why we're no longer in God's presence. But that's another story for another day. But anyway, the point that I'm making here that I'm trying to make, that I'm attempting to make, is that there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. And I I really, truly, fully understand that now. Like, it's something that I've always heard. It's in the Bible, like, not death or life or angels or any principalities. Like, nothing can separate. Like, I've always heard that. And I was like, that's a good verse. But to personally understand it for myself just makes me fall more in love with God to know how much how unconditional his love actually is like when 
I say unconditional, like no conditions at all. No requirements, no expectations, no um, things that you're supposed to do before. It's just love him. But I feel like when we understand how God loves us, then we fall in love with him more. And I started to really sit and think, like, all of the things that I've done wrong and all of the things that, like, just who I am, my thought processes and some stuff, like, how even how I treat people, I'm just like, he still loves me just the same. He loves me when I sin just as much as he loves me when I'm serving him like that it doesn't it doesn't change and then it never stops I don't recommend sitting down and thinking about all the bad stuff that you've done that's that's not healthy well not to sit in it long don't like dwell in it but it's it's important to look back just look back at it just for a second but don't stay there. But I just, when I think, one, where I could have been, who I could have been, and what he brought me out of, it's just, this man really saved my life. Saved my entire life. And on the times when I was the most ungrateful and the, like, really childish, like, spoiled complaining like it's just it's just crazy how and how patient he is with us it's just God is just it's just he's just amazing beyond words beyond understanding like I don't feel like I will ever know anyone or ever experience well, I know this for a fact. I will never experience on this earth the love that God has for me with anybody else. I feel like there, there will come a point where we limit our love. and Not in the sense where we'll stop loving someone, but there's literally nothing that God would not do for us. Literally nothing. I feel like... There are some things, I just some lines I wouldn't cross for some people. Like his love is scandalous. It's like you you would do that. You would go there. Like that one story in the Bible with. I sh- you know what I need to start doing. I really need to start looking up these Bible verses. But the, the the reason why I don't is because they come to me as I'm speaking, and I can you know look it up and search it while I'm talking. But that's multitasking, and I can't always. That doesn't always work well for me. So for for those of commercial break for those of you who ever wondered like why doesn't she ever know these verses? That's why. Okay. That's why. Anyway, back to the scheduled program. I think her name was Hagar. And um, I don't remember who the prophet was. But that just gives you an opportunity to go and read your Bible. Okay, go read your Bible. 
we all need to go read our Bible, apparently. Anyway, I don't remember who the prophet was, but the Lord told him, you need to marry this prostitute. And he did. Willingly. And I'm just like, Ugh. And back in the day, they didn't have, like, medicine and, like, test to test what people had. He married a whole... A whole prostitute. Because the Lord told him to. And I think it's funny. Because I feel like. Even like with Noah. When God told him to build the ark. People were laughing at him. I think it's funny how. Like on the, the really. Like God will ask you to do a really really crazy thing. Outlandish thing. And when. You listen to what people are saying. You can really, if you're not careful, you can really get to a point where you start to question, what did God really tell me? That? Like, imagine if Noah was listening to all the people who were laughing at him and mocking him and was like, well, maybe, maybe I was tripping. Maybe God didn't tell me to build the ark. And that's, that really teaches me personally like you need to be careful who you allow in your ear gate one it's not everybody who can know what the lord told you to do two it's not everybody who's supposed to be in your circle three it's not everybody and everything you're supposed to be listening to like you really gotta be careful like how much you share with people certain people and also who in your circle like get your circle together okay get your circle together because the people around you can either help you or be the most detrimental thing to your life so just be kind to that but anyway so the lord told him to go and marry this prostitute to do what looked like to others a crazy thing was a god thing and he married her and she kept leaving him like she kept leaving how you you see we are that's us oh jesus that's us god will literally take us out of some place and we don't appreciate the fact that he loved us enough and don't appreciate the fact that he he literally like if there's one person who went out of their way for somebody like literally out of their way it had to happen god like this dude was in heaven and took a whole trip took a whole lifetime trip down to earth to be a whole human to live a whole human life can you imagine being on earth for 33 years when you was sitting in heaven 33 years ago like went out of his way just for us this prophet went out of his way for this little prostitute lady and she kept leaving him and every time she left him he would go back for her like <laughs> that's jesus that's agape that's unconditional like it doesn't matter where she was what she was doing who she was doing it with he still went back for her every single time I just want to let somebody know there is literally nothing that God won't do to get you. And that's that's so encouraging for me to know that my sin is never never big enough for God to stop 
loving me. There's nothing that I can do. There's nothing that I can say to make him question dying for me. And it's important for me to continue to just remember just that small part. I want to pray for you. God, thank you for your never-ending, everlasting, unconditional love. Thank you for going out of your way, for literally leaving heaven and coming on earth just so that we can be sitting here today, just so that we can have the things that we have and not just materialistic things but just so that we can have lord god a relationship with you so i pray heavenly father that you ignite in us a fire a desire a yearning a longing god to fall in love with your heart to fall in love with being in your presence to say yes to the things that you want us to do yes to your will yes to your way, Lord God, yes, to the things that you want and the way that you want them. I pray right now that those who are afraid to step out and say yes, or those who are discouraged, Heavenly Father, by those in their lives who have made them doubt the word that you have given them, I pray right now, Lord God, that you give them a divine boldness, a divine courage to do exactly what you have purposed for them to do and I pray Lord God that you are covering their steps that whatever their hand touches is blessed wherever their feet shall tread that they heavenly father are blessed and that in everything that they do that is ordained by you that they shall prosper thank you for your son thank you for your sacrifice thank you for being good thank you for being God and thank you for loving us in Jesus' name we pray.